<clears throat> All right. Let's talk a little bit about ALAP ASAP, okay? Uh, as I'm drawing my ALAP ASAP, somebody give me, type into me what ALAP ASAP means. Simulated dynamics, don't mind that. That's pretty good, right? It's maximizing the contrast, right? Instead of obeying like the standard rules of a dot and a cut, instead we maximize the contrast between the two. And it's a way to simulate dynamics, right? It's, it's a way to make the... Um, it's a way to make the long note seem even more important than it already seems. Piper's solution to the inability to play dynamics. It's one of the solutions, yes. Or, or it's one of the workarounds. That's right. So we're maximizing the contrast, okay? And, and uh, you could think about that. We do that in other <clears throat> types of art as well, right? Like in order to make in order to make a red stand out more, presumably you would take it the complementary color and subdue that a little bit, right? So you would, uh, you would crank up the value of the red and shut down the value of the green to make red stand out a lot more if you're a visual artist. Um, and we obviously, uh, whenever we do any sort of visual photo editing, there's contrast is always a big option for us. Right, so you could take the actual image that was captured and then you can change it to achieve a certain effect, right? And we're doing the same thing here. Here's what this would typically mean. What is, in, in standard Western music, what does a dot do to a note? It increases the note that it dots by half of its original value. So the original value of this note was what? It was one half of a beat because it's, in this case, it's an eighth note. Right? And so by adding a dot, we add half the value to the note. Therefore, this note's now three quarters. And then uh, this note also used to be an eighth note, but then uh, we added this little flag to it. Uh, and what does adding a flag do to a note? What does adding a little flag to the bottom of a note do? Yeah, you cut the value in half. Um, just over here, right, to the right. We could take, a, oh, we could take our standard quarter note. If we want to split the value of that in half, we just do this. And now if we want it to be even shorter, split it again in half, we could just do this, right? Uh, dots do the same thing. If we want to add half the value, we can do that. If we want to add half of it again, you can add another dot. If you want to add another dot, you can. How long is this note right now, now that I added three dots? Yes, it's one and 15 sixteenths. Or is that right? <laughs> Is that what, are we right? It's a little bit tricky, but uh, yeah, one and a half beats, and then we add half again to the value of what was added to the note. Anyway, you can see why it's pretty rare to do the triple dots, but you could. Uh, and what, you know, I think if we were to do it, uh, we could see it over here. This would be 
63-64, Spurt. I believe. But I was, I was uh, triple dotting a quarter note. And that, for me, that gets weird. I don't know. I have to think about it. Um, there is a, you know, there's a contingent of people when I say, when I talk about ALAP ASAP who are like, oh, so you just, you just mean we should double dot the note, right? There are people who talk about that. I'm getting sidetracked. But if I double dot the note and do this, it definitely might sound a lot like ALAP ASAP if I were to double dot a note. But what's the problem with this still, right? If I double dot the note, we have uh, seven eighths of a beat over here. We have one eighth of a beat over here. What's the problem with dotting and beaming in general though? Is not that it doesn't account for fusion, it's that it remains proportional, okay? So it's not, uh, it's not transferable to different tempos. Okay, it might be ASAP, right? So, so we could talk about that uh, briefly if you want, right? So let's say, uh, let's say the shortest note we could possibly play equals, for ease of the math, let's say it's 10 milliseconds. That's the shortest note we could possibly play. So if our, uh, if our beat is equal to 80 milliseconds, then our 16th note, sorry, it wouldn't be a 16th note. Our 32nd note equals how many milliseconds? If we have a beat that's 80 milliseconds long, how long is a 32nd note? This is not realistic, obviously. It would be pretty weird to have a beat that was only 80 milliseconds long. But what would it be? It would be 10 milliseconds, right? My point would be, there is a tempo at which the shortest note we could possibly play would be the same as one eighth note. Okay, now, but however, if we change the tempo, now if we move the beat to, let's say, 84 milliseconds, now a 30-second note equals what? Sorry, let's change it to 88 milliseconds. Equals what? 11 milliseconds, very good. And then can you see how we're no longer... You know, if we just play the fraction, we're no longer actually reaching as short as musically possible. Everybody see that? How proportions don't work? Good, ASAP duration does not change as tempo changes. And that's why when people say, oh, so what you basically mean is just double dotting. Uh, that's why that's not it at all, right? The important thing to understand is that we're, we're doing an entirely different transformation uh, to this musical group when we see it, okay? And that is to play the dotted note as long as musically possible, okay? As long as musically possible, sometimes known as ALAP. And then this one over here is as short as musically possible.
All right. Now here's the thing that here's the thing that we're hearing a lot of that people need to start to understand. All right. So what we're hearing a lot of that people need to understand is the short changing of the ALAP. Okay. If you short change the ALAP, if you don't actually get the right value of this note and you play it too short in duration, there are two things that could possibly happen or both. What are the two things, the two really negative consequences that could happen if we short change this note? Well, we will definitely be early to the cut note. Right, so we've short changed this note. We are either going to come in ahead of the next beat or we are going to, there's only two options. Or we are going to lengthen the cut note. Now, <clears throat> those are the only two options. So when people just take a wild guess about how long the dotted note should be, the result is almost always short changing it, which always results in either rushing or rounding. And then a lot of times both. So one of the things that happens when we play dot cut tunes is that a lot of people are getting feedback that they're rushing the beat all the time. Okay, now you could focus on trying not to rush the beat, but a lot of times the source of that rushing is playing ALAP ASAP incorrectly. Pe what people are still doing is they're still trying to play ALAP ASAP. ALAP ASAP should not require any effort. It's just a, calcula a musical calculation that we do every time we see it. That's the point. The point is we don't have to hold or cut notes. We just have to do a simple, you know, calculation each time we play. And don't think of calculation in the nerdy way, right? Like a great way of describing ALAP ASAP is uh, play dotted note until uh, tiniest fraction of time before foot hits ground for next beat right? That's a good way of describing the calculation. That's what I would do. So I'm not going to try to hold the note. I'm not going to take a wild guess. What I'm going to do is, here's the floor, here's my foot. The dotted note lasts the entire time until there's the tiniest fraction of space between my foot and the floor. And that's when I sneak the next beat in. That helps me not rush. It helps me know what the actual maximum length of time is for that note, right? We can't just take a wild guess and we can't just practice the correct length of the note because tempo is variable. It changes all the time. And George Allen is a great playground to start to think about that. Okay. 
So all I'm doing there, <clears throat> I'm not holding any notes. It sure sounds like I am, right? It sure sounds like what my teacher wants when they tell me to hold. But what I'm doing there is a simple, repeatable, fundamental thing that never changes. Okay? Which is I'm playing the dotted, the dotted note until uh, my foot is basically on the ground for the next beat. And that is when I sneak in my ASAP note, right? And we could be nerds about it too, right? ALAP equals the beat minus ASAP. ALAP equals, equals the beat minus ASAP. Okay, but if we were to sub some actual realistic numbers into there, what you would find is like, what's the standard if the, um, um, if the beat is 60 beats per minute, right? How long is the beat? One second, right? Or in this case, let's call it a thousand milliseconds, right? And then minus the shortest note we could possibly play, it's probably realistically more like 30 milliseconds. Why don't we round up? Why don't we call it 50 milliseconds? Okay, how long is ALAP? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. Look how long that is. Right, now if the tempo changes to 120 beats per minute, how long is our beat now? Therefore, the ALAP changes as well, right? The ALAP would be 450 milliseconds because we can't play as short as musically possible any shorter. Hey everybody, Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo and I just wanna say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening. <laughs>